Hey, welcome back to the square. We've got uh, we well, we've got a reless episode today, right? Yeah, uh, we had to call up his understudy, Re. In case you're wondering where he is this week, he is. Uh, you know, how some people are like Civil War or like Revolutionary War reenactors. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. Right, out there weirdos. Right, right. The type of people who like you know probably spend like most of their time watching American Pickers. Oh well, that and probably Ancient Aliens and other things on right. the History Channel. Yeah, thinking. They, they uh, screen and screen mm-hmm. ancient aliens but, and America pickers. But in recent history, we've got something that people want to reenact, evidently. Right, yeah. Re, including Re. Re is a January 6th reenactor. Yeah. What side is he on? Is he on the cop side or the the MAGA side? I, You know, I, I, I think he's on the media side. Oh, okay. Yeah, he uh, he just texts people and tells them, you have to get them out of the Capitol. <laughs> All right. He was and he was stuck in I ninety five in the snowstorm. Oh, that must have been terrible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I hope we, he wasn't one of those people who had like a six hundred dollar Uber. Well, yeah. I, well, I'm sure. I think he drove himself, probably. Right. Right. I know someone who could answer this for us. Hi guys. Yeah. Um. <laughs> he was stuck in the snowstorm. He didn't have a six hundred Uber receipt, but he did walk. He mm. walked the whole way. Mm-hmm. You know, no back kidding. To his hotel. He left his car right there. Wow, that had been hell of a trek. Yeah. Good thing well, he's got those Doc Martens. Yeah, he's got those Doc Martens, and good thing he's also a Mr. Crossfoot. <laughs> yeah, it's, and, and he had all that QAnon shaman face paint on, so that oh, kept wow. that kept his face warm. Yeah. So he doesn't have a beard anymore. So he went down there with, I think, Ben Carlisle, uh, Robbie De Niro. Right. Yeah. Um, who else? Who, Todd, Todd Aldinger. Oh, yeah. Was Pete Harding there? I think oh, Pete, I think he I was think there, Pete too. Pete Harding might have been busy. I think Pit, he... Pistol oh. Pete Harding. He mm-hmm. had to go crash up. He had to go counter protest somewhere, I think, because mm-hmm. oh, he canceled okay. last minute. Yeah. All the three percent watchmen. Yeah. So yeah. there, um, it seems like covering all different sides of the January sixth uh, riot, if you will. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I assume that uh, Pistol Pete Harding was one of the, uh, the cops. Everybody, welcome back to the square. Uh, like we said, Ree's not here, but we do have the inimitable Adrian. Hi. Uh, here with us this week. Yeah, well, you know, I'm Adrian Snape. I don't know. I've, I have finally Lucy Ricardo'd my way onto the show. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, Lucy's very relevant right now, right? Mm-hmm. There's, you, there's that M- Nicole Kidman movie out. It's on my to-watch list, but I, I've heard mixed reviews. Although oh, I do really? love a good okay. AVR Bartum, so... Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't get into. I feel like they could have picked someone who looked more like Desi Arnaz, even though I, even though that dude's a very good actor. I think both of them were miscast. Yeah, like yeah. in my opinion, I think you're right. I think but you're right. I will watch it anyway. So, mm-hmm. yeah, big Lucy fan. Yeah, I love Lucy. She wanted to get on the show. I want to get on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I go to chocolate factories and try to eat as much chocolate as I can. Yeah, I, I do some must up stuff with my feet. So, you know, <laughs> who am I to judge Lucy for the grave stomping? Yeah, right. She could have probably made a lot of money on that these days. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, shout out to my niece who was at the grape festival. She won She won the, the grape stomping contest. Yeah. I just got a shout out to her. Give her props for that. Oh, well, that's nice. I know. Isn't it great? If I won something like that, it would be the number one thing on my resume. <laughs> <laughs> what is the number one thing on your resume right now? Uh, that I had a dream that I wrestled a dolphin. <laughs> a what? Dolphin. Jeez. Oh, okay. Dolphin wrestling. <laughs> the old dolphin wrestler. Might have been an Animorphs book. I don't know. <laughs> I think I was just at a furry convention. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So what do we got going on this week? We've got, well, I don't know if you two know this, but there's a pandemic going on. What? 
Mm-hmm. First I've heard of it. Yeah. You know, I've heard of it, but I only read the headline. Oh. I didn't click the article, so. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I yeah. think you're, you're okay not mm-hmm. clicking into it. Well, the, the less you know, the better. I think the only thing I know is that, like, they say it's like 1% fatal. Yeah. So most people are like, well, that's not a big deal. And What's 1% of the American population? I mean, it's like 3.3 million people. Oh. Well, that's is, not too bad. Is that a big deal? <laughs> Could be worse. Uh, my guess is that probably affects someone you know. Probably. If not you. Right. You might be that one. I could be that 1%. Yeah. Yeah, That's and it, like across the globe, I think it ends up being something like 23 million people would die if 1% of the population died. Yeah. Is it really 1%? It's a, that's a, roughly the fatality rate. The new meaning of the 1%ers. <laughs> the new yes, meaning of the 1%ers. You're right. If only it, it affected the real 1%ers. Right. <laughs> I'd be much happier. <laughs> what a shame. Yeah. Oh, real, no. It'd be a real shame. Right. right. If, if, that. if that Venn diagram was just a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we got some problems uh, finding tests, right? Well, so here's the thing is that each of the counties in New York State was given a bunch of tests by the state. Yeah. And they were to distribute them basically however they saw fit. Most of them have been distributed to them by municipality. Erie County got their tests last week, late last middle of last week, late last week. They've been handing them out to the towns and cities. And, you know, depending on how they wanted to handle it, sometimes the town or city was like, here's how we're going to distribute them. And they were doing the press about it. Some of them were like, we're just going to have the county do the press and we'll have the Department of Health run it out of our town for us. And then you have the city of Buffalo. What are, what's their plan, Jim? That would be, nobody knows. <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs> right, yeah. I tweeted about it that I think what's happening is that if you go to Shoshone Park with a check made out to cash... <laughs> Uh, you can buy them from uh, Byron Brown and Ben Carlisle are selling them out of a back of an Oldsmobile. Oh, my God. I will say I uh, lurked the mayor's Twitter yesterday, and I he hasn't mentioned COVID in a pretty long time. Oh, uh, Very snowstorm-oriented tweets, but yeah. uh, mysteriously, no COVID tweets. How about that? It's, it's weird. So Great leader. I, it, right. Like, I grew up in the city of Tonawanda, not necessarily the... Known as the most like organized liberal place, but they uh, they have a test plan. They're they're handing out tests and masks, and apparently are delivering them to the elderly and disabled. And meanwhile, the, great. the city of Buffalo <laughs> doesn't seem to have a plan, Not or yet. it hasn't even at least like mentioned. Hey, we're working on a plan. Sit tight, guys. It's just radio silence. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, there's that. Speaking of, you know, we had a snowstorm this week. How was the snow removal? By the way. <sighs> Can literally anything function well in this fucking city run by Byron Brown? I had to Name move. One. I had to move Reese Jeep this weekend yeah. for alternate parking, and it was just it was just a nightmare with all the snow and the lack of plows. And I I bet you I didn't go there, but I bet you South Buffalo was in pretty good shape because they voted so strongly for Byron Brown that he wanted to repay them. I would guess. But you know, you guys in like uh, the Lower West Side, Allentown, East Side. Yeah, there's probably some spike going on there. Right, yeah, like they, all the areas that voted against Byron definitely are not getting plowed. And they're also, like, that's why they haven't announced where they're coming up, where they're going to distribute tests from, is because they don't want anybody coming from the areas that voted against him. So, like, I wouldn't be that's, surprised. Honestly, that's probably true. Right. I, Do you think they're putting, like, leaflets in, like, South Buffalo people's mailboxes? Like, prob- hey, come, come to, I don't know. Right, they're going to hand them out underneath the bridge on, like, Casanova Street through Cass Park. <laughs> 
I've been to South Buffalo like 10 times. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> the Councilmatic District, North Buffalo, which is like Riverside, yeah. voted very strongly for Byron. So like maybe like somewhere around Tonawanda Street, like they'll just like um, armored truck that like explodes, mm -hmm. except this armored truck is just full of COVID tests and just will be scattered across Tonawanda Street. <laughs> What about a scavenger hunt? That would be fun. <laughs> yeah, geocaching, right? You're already yeah. sick, and like, let's you know, we can make a game of it. with you. You're like, gonna have to scavenger like that, hunt. What's that Pikachu game? Po Pokemon Go. Po Pokemon, yeah, go. Yeah. The uh -huh. Pikachu game. <laughs> I don't know video. How games. old are you? <laughs> I don't know video <laughs> games. Uh, what can I say? It's insane that the city of Buffalo is the only municipality basically that hasn't come up with a plan for how they're gonna get rid of these. It's pretty bananas. It, it's it, like uh, the main municipality around here the seat of the county like they should be taking the lead on it they're the only municipality that probably has their own like health commissioner and like fuck them like nothing mm -hmm. yeah it's just absolutely crazy numbers are going up all over the place oh my god i do have to wonder like what what does he what does he do all day i think i think it consists of a lot of him Gathering his entourage and going out to dinner, what? out to lunch. I, don't even get me started. Shaking oh. hands, saying some nice words before five Ks. Well, at least that's what he used to do. I, I was. I wondered if he was like. Remember uh, when uh, Parks and Rec when they had like that one congressional candidate? Yeah. And he just sat in office for hours, staring straight ahead, doing nothing. I do know. So for in college, which in college I worked at a coffee shop downtown, and anytime the mayor came in, was just. It was so obnoxious. He's so obnoxious. He'd send a security guard in before. Yeah. Like he was like. He's well known fucking, for doing this. Type like he of was thing. like the fucking president. Right. And his security guard would come yeah. in and like look around and I'd be at the register. He'd be like, the mayor's going to come in. We need to clear out the black, the back room. Uh huh. So we need to clear out the back room. Yeah. Well, so go ahead and do it. R right. right. So I'd you be do like, it. well, I. He's, I was the manager. I was like, I'm not going to do that. Right. These people have been here for an hour and a yeah. half with their laptop set up. You want that back? Like, you go do it yourself. Absolutely. You, you tell them that their mayor wants them to leave. Yep. And then. Yeah, it's on you. They'd order like $60 worth of food and the mayor would only tip. He would only tip if you were looking. Mm -hmm. So he'd come up with like a dollar. And I'll never forget making eye contact with him and watching him drop the dollar in the tip bucket <laughs> oh thank it you was so like much a 60 dollar order and you're the mayor but it was a magic dollar from byron brown oh my god i mean like a lot of politicians would come in there and i know it doesn't say a ton about them about who is a good tipper but it says something absolutely you know does. i don't know at least like their connection to the working class and like the like the backbone of the, you know, every single politician in Buffalo likes to talk about Buffalo is a working class city yeah. and that they have working class background, whether it's true or not. And it doesn't matter which party they're in. If they actually have any connection to the working class, then they know that they need to tip workers. It's also like, I don't know, sending in your security before you came in is like crazy. Bill Clinton came in one time and was just, I'd like a... A tall house, you know, like yeah. Chuck Schumer, you know, they're just, at least they were normal. They didn't come in like a secret agent. I, I got to I mean, I got to ask you guys, is Byron Brown's life in that much danger that he needs to go through these measures? <laughs> maybe like, he's unvaccinated and that's why. Well, maybe, but I mean, he's been doing this since before the pandemic. I yeah. know that for a fact. What other Buffalo mayor has, has had to have an entourage like this? Well, like, I it, wouldn't know. He's been mayor most of my it, it, is his is his life in that much danger, or is this just pure ego? 
Oh, it's definitely pure ego. Right. I, mean, I, I guarantee you that Gail Bernstein, who we'll get to later, has had more death threats against oh, her sure. this year alone than Byron's had in his entire career. I would yeah. assume. Yeah, I mean... I don't know how she is tipping. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Uh, I can't give that answer. Uh, I will gonna... say Kathy Hoko is a really good tipper. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Say what you will, you know, about her, but... Yeah. She tips well. Yeah, she, yeah. she yeah. does. Hey, plus one in the column for Kathy for that right. one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, that's that's a, a bonus on her character sheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we can ignore all the rest of it. Yeah, I, guess. Right. I don't know. Long story short, as we've been telling you for like since this podcast started over a year ago, Byron Brown total shithead. It's I, a it, it really is an abdication of duty that he's got no plans yet. The only good thing I think he's done that I can remember is talking shit to Jazz Miles. Yeah, okay, that was debate. pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. That's the only thing I I, I can point to and say, oh. You know, it, it wasn't bad or at least neutral. It was kind of good. I remember I wasn't even going to watch that because it was so stressful. And then I started reading the tweets about it. And I was like, oh, man, I got to mm-hmm. I gotta get in on this debate. And it was worth it. It was. Well, speaking of, of the mayor abdicating duties and the city not doing anything, um, it's looking more and more like the Great Northern Elevator is going to get torn down. Uh, how, do you, how do we feel about that? Well, well, it was. I want to, before we get on how we feel about it, and so... The court, they had a stay, and then that got overturned, and they said, go ahead, you can tear it down, and, and they're and they're trying to negotiate to not tear it down. Council member Scanlon, not okay. our favorite, right, uh, had a real weird mealy-mouthed uh, release that came out this a uh, couple days ago or like yesterday where it was like, you know, we have to do whatever it is to take people, people safe. And I'm like, oh, so he's, he's going to back the mayor and tear it down. And he's like, but we have an opportunity to save this, and we need to do that. Really? And I was like, yeah, I was like, okay. Maybe we could turn it into a multi-use property. We could do really overpriced condos on the top for like the medical community, and then on the bottom we can get we can give every Pagula child a storefront to do whatever they want with. <laughs> what well, one I, is just cum hats? What if, like what if we kill two birds with one stone and let's turn it into the new Bill Stadium? Oh, I don't want that thing downtown. Well, it, well, it should be a jail too if we do it. Right? Yeah. There, right. Bills jails the stadium jail. Gain elevator. Yeah, yeah. My Dude. primary, this is off topic, but my primary concern with putting the Bills Stadium downtown, beyond displacement of people, I'm like, but the Bills are fine. I'm not a huge football fan. I like when people are happy, yeah. but I'm also a horrible person, and it's kind of funny when everyone's, like, pissed. Um, but, like, I don't <laughs> no, want is. those fucking people downtown burning tables, pissing everywhere. Not, what did they got? The one guy, like, tied in a ditch. I, like, I think it's, it's reasonable crazy. to not want that shit. So, right. I would, yeah, right. Like, not only would it displace a bunch of people, but it would displace a bunch of people for a bunch of nonsense we're gonna light tables on fire oh you (laughs) you can light a garbage can on fire to uh, allegedly try to burn down city hall and get what like 10 years Mm -hmm. but light a table on fire and jump through it i I don't know well it's it's yeah it's fine not directly related but involving Mm -hmm. fire Mm -hmm. right well i i you know in the city of buffalo you're not allowed to have an open fire Oh, yeah. Uh, so I wonder, you know, maybe that's why, that's secretly the reason why the Pagulas want to stay in Orchard Park is because they want the fans to have as many fires in the parking lot as oh, possible. okay. We're, yeah, we're going to get way off topic here. but it, Keep those people in Orchard Park. Yeah. Consider yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want them near us. That's my stance on it. They're fine there. Keep them there. Orchard, Orchard Park is, is, is fine. Like, I've seen, like, people who, who want it in the city just want it because, A, it'd be convenient for them. And B, they want to get rid of tailgating, 
because well, it, no, I, it, I, there's that petition going around, and one of the reasons is I think like in South Park is is there was a study that came out that said that was the best place for it. One of the reasons for that is the tailgating would be roughly the same according to them in that study. Uh, I, I, so, I, I, yeah, right, great. right. I, yeah. I, I'm just I'm just pegging off of the fact that Nate McMurray was basically let's let's get rid of tailgating. Yeah, oh sure, yeah. Uh, which like look oh. You, isn't like, he who, formerly sh- Mormon or something? Who knows? Like, I mean, I, I'm just saying maybe he doesn't love to party. I mean, I love to party, but right, not, like, not like that. Not yeah. like that. Like, like, I mean, I use. I mean, I live in Allentown. I'm surrounded by stuff like that, but like, no one's not as often are lighting things on fire. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I went to tailgates. I've been to games before. I've done some tailgating. Like whatever. Like uh, it, I'm not breaking my hip out to go do it. It's not. I don't build my entire life around no, like eight it, games a year. People get, get so drunk before the game that they can't. They they can't. They got to get dragged in because they can't walk straight. I've been to one Bills game and I can't believe people bring their kids there. Oh sure. I don't have kids. Yes. But if I did, they wouldn't be going until maybe they were like 15, 16. There people get messed up and they are terrible it's, to each other. It's yeah. I don't like going to games. Yeah. I think it's scary. I don't it know. Is. Maybe it it's just me being like kind of a paranoid woman, but I don't want to be around a stadium full of like any amount of like it, it blackout sucks. drunk men. It sucks. I don't know. They're, they, they're, they're too many drunk aggro dudes. It's scary. It sucks. Yeah. And you know, it's a way different vibe than like hockey games. In my right. Opinion. It's not that way different of a vibe than most football games. Sure. Right. You know, I mean, I don't, I really, is it like, are they worse or better or just, I mean, a lot. I mean, some of the cities that have moved their stadiums downtown, where they don't have as many parking lots, don't have quite the tailgating culture that you have in mm-hmm. Buffalo. But like, fucking Green Bay is crazy. Those people are insane. This Philadelphia. is like totally off topic, but I'm learning a lot. So Philadelphia, and then also like, let's not let's not exclude college football, which is really where the insane people are. I can't. I can't even. I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it. Like you think like a Bills tailgate is bad? Go to fucking like the University of Florida for a yeah. fucking game. Yeah, I can't. I can't with college football. That's, that's where Ree's going after his stop in DC. Right, he's he's yeah. stopping at he's stopping at the national title game. That's right. Yeah, he's gonna bro out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's my sweetie. He's gonna bro out. Yeah, <laughs> roll tide. Oh my god! But uh, so the, the elevator coming down, not coming down. Who cares? I have an unpopular opinion. I guess I, it's like I don't. I mean, let her rip. I don't know. Don't we have enough silos? I'm, I I get that it's historic and older, but and that the corporation that owns it and the city totally dropped the ball on it. But like purely looking at should we keep it up or not? I don't know. Right. Like, that's we? that's my only issue is like I don't want to get like whether it gets torn down or what or saved or whatever happens to it. What I don't want to see get swept under the rug is that. The city, for the entirety of the Brown administration and for like eight or nine years of the Masiello administration, did no fucking things about it. They didn't give it. a shit. Like... Nothing. Yeah. Is it in an accessible area? Like, is there... Is there... It's by Riverworks. Oh, okay. So it's right... Like, is there a chance that somebody might have been, like, sightseeing there? I really... I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, like... Because, uh, like, that... I, like, I went by there all the time, kayaking. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, just knowing... People go into the silos all the time to yeah. take photos mm-hmm. and stuff and graffiti, mm-hmm. but like, good thing no one was in there. Well, it's it's, an, it's another case of the mayor abdicating his duty. Right. He only cares about like 13 people, and they happen to be wealthy developers who right. give him like $20,000 a year. So like, if Doug Jamal, who now says he wants to buy that building, actually wanted to buy that building, they would have had inspectors there six mm-hmm. months ago. Yeah, for sure. I mean, 
I'm on the fence on this. I know Sean Ryan was passionate about it. I think there are other, there, you can put your energy into other preservation efforts. I, I think we can probably let this one go. Right. Yeah. I, I just, I, I am more, I, I am more concerned about like the Volker's preservation <coughs> than I am about yeah. the mm-hmm. grain silos. I mean, if you, if you cry wolf on every old building in the city, and I get, I mean, we've got a wealth of old buildings that should, should probably be saved. I think the uh, that building on the corner of, um, what is it, Franklin and uh, Tupper, mm. that, that got knocked down in place of that monstrosity. That the, the Bachelor. The Bachelor. I think oh, that should yeah. have stayed there. Yeah, I, I think agree. it ruined the skyline of the city, you know, the view of that from that area. I think right. The place sucks. Or like all, the old waterfront village, like down. Yeah. Right? Like the, the Which was considered like a classic example of like brutalist, like, uh, yes residential is that the, the shoreline yeah yeah right like the shoreline like and it's so weird because I, I drive down there well before in the before time i would drive down there every day for work and then one day they just were like all gone and i was like oh this is really sad it was really sad right. you know and yeah. now they they put these they're building those buildings they might actually be finished by now that look like development houses kind of yeah. i don't know yeah no it i mean that was something that we should have fought to save. Yeah. And like, I get that the Great Northern Elevator is the oldest elevator in the city of Buffalo. Guess what? If it if it tears down, something else will become the oldest elevator in the city of Buffalo. Like, yeah. like yeah, yeah I, that's true. Uh, I mean, we what, do seem to have a lot of them. Right. If it were saved, what would it become? At best, like housing you, development. I, give I, I the mean, pagulas. Give the yeah. ki- give their kids a storefront. <laughs> right. They could sell those jizz hats. The cum hats. Yeah. And then I think the other one does like health food or something. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. Right, we seem to be pretty big fans of those kids here, though. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, not 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 in this. No, nah, no, I just mean in the area. Right, they're they're the Buffalo Royal family. Jesus Christ! So uh, our friends at Starbucks on Elmwood, the first to unionize in the yeah. country, uh, have walked out this week over uh, the failure of Starbucks corporate to protect their health because of the COVID. Yeah, it sounds like. They need safe standards and safe staffing. Yeah, I've heard. Yeah, unsafe, unsafe working conditions is is what I'm hearing. Right. Mm-hmm. I tried looking into it a little bit more, and Queen City Feminist and I were talking. Yeah. The other day, and she kind of gave me the lowdown a little bit because she's she's pretty involved. She's been on the you know on the line with them the past mm-hmm. few days, and just apparently she's putting in work, isn't she? She I don't holy know. shit! Shout out to Queen City Feminist. Yeah. She does a lot. She's yep. got a lot going on. I've I don't know how she does it. God bless her. Mm-hmm. But she was saying that the corporate is asking them to come in. Even even exposed partners are being forced to come in. The store seems to still be open. Mm-hmm. So the store is still open. And I asked her, I was like, well, who's like, who's running the store? And apparently it's corporate, two managers and two employees who I'm assuming are not part of the union. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would guess, you know. They're probably from other stores. Right. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Hey, do you, want, hey do you want some shifts? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. at this point, it's hard to say no yeah. to stuff like that. Right. I did. I worked at Starbucks for two weeks as well. And that was way before the pandemic. And just generally, it was horrible. I, yeah. I never I, knew you were a green bean. I was a green bean. <laughs> um, I worked at Burger King as a teenager, and it felt like the exact same. So I just went back to the local cafe after two weeks. But yeah, shout out to the Starbucks people. Like that job is not an easy job. Mm-hmm. Being no, a barista in general is not an easy no, job. No, it's not. No, it's not an easy job. <sighs> but if you if you're the mayor you know, of New York, you might think they were uh, low skilled, unskilled. Yeah, unskilled, unskilled, unskilled workers. Oh fucking yeah. Eric Adams. Yeah. 
Eric Adams, Eric Adams has been mayor for like a week, and he has stepped on his dick like 30 times. Oh, my God. I don't yeah. know his background, but so I would bad. assume if he's saying something like that, he hasn't actually worked in the service industry before. He was a cop. Oh, of course he was yeah. a cop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I, I'd love just to throw <laughs> any sort of office worker or, you know, like all these people on Twitter that were complaining about the Starbucks union. Put them on a shift. Seriously. See, see how they do, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, they do shit at it, guaranteed. And all the reply people on Twitter were like, oh, how hard can it be? And I'm just, yes. that's like me saying, like, how hard can working in assembly line be? You do the same thing every day. But, like, they're all hard, and it's, they all deserve unions. It stems, it stems from decades of people just taking for granted all, all these workers and all the stuff that just magically happens. I mean, like, look at the whole supply chain. That's another issue of people taking it for granted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People don't realize when they're fucking in the drive through that someone farms that food. Mm-hmm. You know, someone someone cooks that food and it's not easy. That that food needs to be cooked safe and it's got to be consistent. And you know, people just shit on them like they're they're fucking trash. Right. It's got to stop. All this work, is, all work is real work. Absolutely. You know? That's the same thing. Like people who like were shit have and were and have been shitting on like service sector employees, restaurant employees especially, mm-hmm. and were like, well, if it pays so little, get another job. And now a lot of those people did because of COVID. And they're like, oh, why is it taking 15 minutes for my latte? Right. Or or how come my favorite restaurant's closed? It could be because there's 20 people ahead of you. Or, you know, maybe a bunch of other things are wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. I've been spit at, like, in the service industry. Like, I have a pretty extensive food background. And, like, is the abuse alone warrants a fucking union. I got a friend who used to be a cart guy at Walmart. And people used to, in the snowstorm, drive by and, like, laugh and intentionally splash snow and slush on them like it was like it was a funny game it's, it's such like, a fuck fucked you. up power thing it's it is such a fucked it up sucks. power thing and there's so many people like that yep. they, 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 if it's so they need easy that in their life if it's so easy why don't you come back here and make your latte do it janet right, right. Or, or like if you if you think that job is so simple and you want your kids to have a better life why don't you get them a high-paying job working in a restaurant where they'll have to do nothing for the rest of their lives <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh right. my god yeah. Uh, I have worked numerous office jobs, and I generally feel like for the vast majority of the jobs that I've had or the people I've worked with, you could take any fucking bartender, server, barista, and say with like a day's training and have them do that job. Uh, like I remember when I worked in the service industry, I was like, if I was taking like one of these people, and I was like, I'm going to teach you how to be an expediter for a, a, like a higher end restaurant. Never. They just didn't, they, it would never happen. So, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, good for the Starbucks workers. I wish more service employees were unionized and they could just fucking walk out. I it's agree. happening, baby. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it's exciting for me to see, you know, I mentioned I worked at a cafe downtown. It was spot. It's awesome to see. It was great yeah. to see their union pull through. Oh, yeah. And then the Starbucks one. And mm-hmm. it's just really great for me to see personally. Feels good. But, uh, Sounds like speaking of shithead customers. Oh my there, god! There, there are some more shitheads, and it's probably the it, you, you you talked about Venn diagrams earlier in, in the recording, and uh, I think there's a lot of overlap with people who don't tip, who shit on public, you know, uh, service employees, and shitheads who want to sue Gal Bernstein. What's up with that, Jim? These fucking smooth brain jerks. <laughs> That's your new thing, smooth brain. Uh, these these walking turds. Yeah. These, uh, these fuck. Uh, what kills me about this is that, like, what they're mad is, is that she's making money based off of how her contract is. Mm-hmm. So I don't know a ton about this. So she is 
She's is she the commissioner of health? Yeah, she's the commissioner yeah. of health, and she's making overtime. Yeah, during, during a global pandemic. During a global health so pandemic. That's, that's the issue. That, that, that's the okay. yeah. That's the issue. Is that okay. well, there's there's. I been, just wanted to be clear. Yeah, that there's been a multi-year international global health crisis. So the de- commissioner of health has to work extra and is as per her contract, not they haven't changed anything just for this as per her contract that she agreed to years before this, when the, a pandemic was not in sight, she is entitled to some cash overtime and some comp time. And, th- and there's a little bit of hypocrisy here because she's the only person who works for the County that people seem to have a problem. Right. It, I mean, so they're only suing, are they suing her personally? The County, her as a, as a commissioner of health. Okay. That she personally has to pay this back, her overtime. But the, like, you're right, right? Like uh, the hypocrisy is is crazy. Like she is not the only management confidential, which means you're appointed mm-hmm. salary individual in the county making overtime because of the pandemic. There's like 35 or 40 of them. I mean, I would assume that we were like. I I would hope that my government at least. Some sort of part of my government would be in like, you know, overdrive. Sure. At this unprecedented time. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, it makes it checks out to me, but I'm not the one suing her. Yeah. That's insane. It's and but like I said, they're suing just her. All these other people who who earned overtime during the pandemic who are salary, that's that's fine. Now, Incidentally, like I don't know, like seven or eight of them are Republicans in the sheriff's office. So that that's of course that's why that's fine. Mm-hmm. But like we talked about this a little bit last week. Do I think it's necessarily anti-Semitism because they're picking just on Gail Bernstein? Oh, is she Jewish? Yes. Oh, okay. Not necessarily, but she is the only Jewish person who earned overtime, and they're only suing her. Uh, yeah, that's weird. Right? Like I mean. There's no way to know for sure, but it's it, it's definitely weird. It doesn't look yeah. good. Right. Just like like Eric Adams in New York like just announced that he's appointing his brother deputy police commissioner. Yeah. I think and I saw that. I don't yeah. know what his maybe he's He was a police officer. Okay, yeah, sure. So he's got a security background. But it still looks so fucked does, up. like half of the half of the men in western New York worked security at one point or another. <laughs> right. Uh it, it it still looks fucked up to yeah. to do that. And and that's the same thing here is like, if you're going to be partisan about it, go ahead. Like the commissioner of social services, Marie Cannon, she also earned some overtime, despite the fact that, you know, she's salary and management confidential. She earned some overtime during COVID because, you know, surprise, surprise, social services also has to deal with that. No, no, what does kidding. management confidential mean? It, management confidential just means that you're not civil service exam. Okay. Thank you. They could like, now I believe Marie Cannon earned like five or $10,000 in overtime over yeah, okay. two years. Like not much. Well, well Gail, I how mean, much it, did Gail have? I, I, would, it, I don't know. I'm sorry. It's a mixture of comp time and cash. And it turned out to be about a hundred K in cash Okay. for uh, on, on top of what she already made. So what do you think that, that uh, considering all the Erie County residents, how much is that? Um, you know, it, it's, per it, person. You uh, think. Let's let's even include. Let's be generous to yeah. these fuckers, and include that she she ended up getting like two hundred thirty thousand dollars in comp time. Okay, so it's like three hundred thirty thousand dollars. Okay, there's a little over a million people I think in Erie County. Yeah, so it's like thirty cents a person <laughs> for over two years <laughs> to have your commissioner of health department work overtime. Yeah, and I mean at least the county is giving out masks and tests. Right, the, right. City, the city's yeah. not doing anything. No, they're so. doing shit. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just agreeing to a contract that was already agreed. Now, it, the one thing that they have pointed out is that they feel like there's some hypocrisy from Mark Polenkars on this, is that when this came about because of, I think because of the October storm, yeah, um, which was, so 
the, executive that, Giambra days. The county executive was Giambra. He was the one who got the ledge to agree to change it so that management confidential positions were eligible for overtime. Up until that time, there was salary, no overtime for them. Okay. So he changed it. Poland Cars was controller at the time, and he criticized it, saying that, oh, you know. Is so, now Poland Cars supporting? Yes. Okay. So is there some hypocrisy? Yes, but he's also playing by the rules that are there. He said, don't change the rules. They did. And those are the rules now. Yeah. You know, like. Also, once people have something, they don't want to, you know, they right. get used to it and they don't want to give it up. Right. They made it, they changed it to like the, you know, these management confidential positions, like the commissioner of health department uh, could get paid overtime during a natural disaster, right? During the October storm, a state of emergency for that. Okay. Or if like the past few days have been worse, like. Well, it, it would have been, I think, because I think technically the, the county is under a state of emergency, like has been since the pandemic started. And that's why she's eligible for overtime. You're not, the contract, the way that the, these the, these so salary employees are, they're not eligible for overtime just if the, everything's go, okay, uh, hunky-dory and everything's normal. So certain boxes have to be checked right. before. And one of them is you have to be in a state of emergency. Okay. And, and the overtime has to be related to addressing that state of emergency. Which seems like the health commissioner <laughs> right during a pandemic would it would make sense right and you know and one of the other criticisms that they they seem to ha they have is like well other other counties in new york state almost all the other counties in new york state the health commissioner is not eligible for overtime because it's a salary position okay well maybe they're wrong that that that's potentially yeah. an option mm -hmm. an answer yeah. yeah like just because other people are doing one thing like like i like if you are criticizing the commissioner based off of that and that is you you immediately fall for that please don't ever have children because they're going to tell you all my friends are doing this and based off of your now frame analytical framework that you're demonstrating you're gonna be like <laughs> i guess you get to do it then other parents are allowing their kids to do this i have to allow it that's it it just uh, i've been outvoted but mom, all the other kids get to stay out till ten thirty. So. Yeah, dad, uh, all the other kids in my school are addicted to heroin. <laughs> all right, I think the moral of the story is uh, leave Gail Burstein alone. Yeah, she's she's leave Brittany she's alone. She's doing it, or you know, she's or, doing good work. Or, or or you know, if you're going to sue, sue everyone who fits sure. that criteria. Don't just pick one person because you're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. If they had picked everybody, nobody would say that you're anti-Semitism. Right. Next so, next topic we next got topic. we got one of our favorite people one of our yeah India Walton longtime friend India Walton mm -hmm. heading uh, to the working families party yeah good for her I know I'm all for it nursing very noble profession mm -hmm. but this seems to be a little more up her alley and yeah yeah happy for her mm -hmm. what is she going to be doing for them uh, uh some it? sort of senior advisor position for them like working on like policy probably policy also like recruiting people you know probably helping them constitute more committees. Uh, recruit more candidates of their own, okay, or identifying candidates of other parties that they might want to cross endorse. You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, one of the things, like uh, if I am Jeremy Zellner, I'm probably very happy with this development mm. because I would, if I was Jeremy Zellner, I'd be very concerned up until this point that an India Walton led faction might be running petitions to get on the committee. And create a faction within the Democratic Committee. Is this so? This is this is getting her less out of his hair, more out of his hair, getting her out of his hair, basically. Okay. Yep. Because yep. now she won't. She, she as a member of the Working Families Party, she can't be on the Democratic Committee. She. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Yep. I mean, this seems like a good fit for her. She's 
her and her team are obviously very good at mobilizing people. Yeah. Yeah. Now that's not to say that there aren't people who were any Walton supporters who might not still do look into getting on the committee and there might be some sort of more leftist segment of the committee starting this year. That seems very reasonable. She did activate and motivate a lot of people, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a certain amount of people who were her supporters join her in the working families party. Sure. And if they do, well, then they're not Democratic committee members. And if they're not Democratic committee members, they're not a threat to Jeremy Zellner. At least not at the committee level. Not at the committee level, right. Um, I mean, More at the general election level. Right, at the general election level or, you know, like, I don't know, it's it dueling at, at, <laughs> at, the, at, at the mayor's <laughs> annual jousting tournament. Oh, my God. Yeah, don't forget about that. Right. I missed that this year. Yeah, yeah. He's busy having a pool party while all the city pools are closed. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what that's what it is. It's jousting on the pool with oh with pool noodles. His private. Pool. Yeah. Right. Pool yeah. Noodle, yeah. Yeah. At I, at Tapo. Oh my god! I was so excited for that pool club. Yeah. Well. Oh my god. Sorry. We'll have, to, we'll have to. You know, maybe maybe our our listeners will start a GoFundMe and we'll get a public pool going. Do huh? any of the friends of a pod have a pool? Just asking. Just putting it out um, there. I don't know any. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'm not a big swimmer anyway. Yeah, if it, whenever you know, once a year when I want to go swimming, I'll go to the Tanawanda Aquatic Center. That's oh, nice! Easy. But I haven't obviously lately. I've been to the pool at uh, Millennium Park Centennial Pool, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I don't know the one by Porter, mm-hmm. and uh, it's fine. But like AOC posts these pictures of the New York City pools, yeah. and they have like chairs and like cabanas, and I'm like, oh man, we don't even have lifeguards. That sucks <laughs> around here. Yeah. Well, that, that's the that's the state of India Walton, but uh, we had a, a state of the state this week. Yeah, uh, our uh, hometown girl here, Kathy Hochul, yeah, uh, governor, which was a, a a clue on Jeopardy a couple weeks ago. Was it? And there was a guy I missed from, that one. There was like it, it was like you know, in twenty twenty one, this woman became the first female governor of New York State, and. The guy from Manhattan who was on the show did not get it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. That's kind of oh, embarrassing. I hope he lost the whole game. No, nobody day. got it. Nobody, nobody got, got Nobody it. was able to get Kathy Hochul. Holy shit. How even, did he miss uh, that? Amy? The- not, even, not, even not Amy, the, the million-dollar yeah. forever winner. You know, it's, it's just very fu- funny that uh, nobody knows who Kathy Hochul is, but she's going to be governor again. But no, she had her state of the state address to uh, the assembly in the Senate and to the legislature this year. uh, Assembly Speaker Carl Heasty was not there because he had tested positive for COVID, so he was in quarantine. Mm -hmm. Uh, But uh, no, she she hit some beats. Uh, Mm -hmm. She she mentioned some things. We're gonna save the economy with to go alcohol, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. To go alcohol is it? That's that's the number one thing. Now that we've got. We've we've got the gambling, which we'll talk about. Uh, yeah, between between that and to go alcohol, fucking gambling. I'm not. So I worked. Uh, I worked for seven years at an OTB to get me through college. I also had an extended period through college. Were you a bartender? No, I, I worked at an OTB uh, as a as a, a teller. Oh, okay. I, I I have never been to an OTB. I yeah, only know ho- horse that was a betting. Bartender. They didn't have sports betting at the time. I don't think they still do. It's just still just horses and lottery. But anyway, I've seen what gambling can do to people. I don't think it's a benefit to society. I'm sorry. I mean, if, if you want to do it, fine. But man, oh man, you know we've we've got some. I, I've got some rules around gambling, and that's if you're ahead, quit while you're ahead. What are some other gambling rules that you follow, Jim? Uh, I only I only gamble on things I, I I'm good at. Mm-hmm. So like the like the only thing that I, I probably gamble any money at at, at a, any kind of regular basis 
is euchre. Yeah. But also, like, we play for, like, if I play for, like, three hours and I really do well and I kick that other team's ass, after three hours I might be up, like, $20. Yeah. Like, we play for low stakes. <laughs> I'm a really neurotic person. It's not that I morally or ethically disapprove of gambling. It's just I'd rather have... I'd rather have $5 and no dollars. I'd yeah. rather have a bird in hand instead of two in the bush. Is that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So no, there are people who'd be, you know, they were seasonal workers and they had all this cash and they would blow it at OTB. And I'm, I'm like, well, I don't know what to do about this, but you know, their family's going to be starving the rest of the year. So this kind of sucks. Right. I will say Ree's pretty good at blackjack. Anytime he goes to a bachelor party, he will come home with a couple hundred bucks. Well, maybe on his way back from Virginia, he can stop at Atlantic City and maybe, right. Uh, maybe yeah, I usually get dinner out of it. So. <laughs> I I used to when I worked at the Board of Elections. Um, we used to have this is like peak uh, poker craze. Yeah, uh, every payday um, they would have the one guy would host uh, poker games at his house, and it was a twenty dollar buy in. And uh, after like three months of going there, like every other week, we get paid every other week. So every other week, I'd go there and. I'd always leave with like two hundred dollars more than I came with. All right, that's pretty good. Every single time, mm-hmm. uh, they stopped inviting me. My God, don't you have anxiety? <laughs> I could never do that. I just I couldn't do that. You could be a professional gambler, two hundred dollars a week. That's not bad. I, I was playing against other amateurs, oh. so like it's it, you know like let's not let's not you yeah, know, okay. Like what cool sunglasses would you would you pick? Like Oakleys, <laughs> Aviators. <laughs> uh, and this was like peak for me, like. Uh, going to the pink. So I would get to this guy's house at like seven o'clock at night to start playing poker. Four hours later, I'd leave like $200 richer and then I'd go to the pink and I'd blow it all of it. Would you blow it all in the boob game? No, just, just oh, drinking. Oh man. Just okay. drinking, drinking and maybe a steak sandwich, right? I right. could blow a lot of money on the, the boob uh, game. In yeah. The, yeah. In the corner, mm-hmm. a friend and family favorite. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, uh, that's actually, um, when my children this past year were, uh, remote learning, <laughs> I just took him to the pink and, and the we did, and we played the boob game. I think we've probably you, you have probably played the right. Boob it's, game. It's, yeah. it's just to develop their critical thinking skills. Yeah. Do you win money at the boob game or no? No, it's just, it's game? just fun. It's, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's it's just a moral boost. Yeah. yeah. So so leave when you're ahead as far as gambling goes. I know we're going on a tangent here, oh, and and no no you're. This is what we do. We're supposed to go off. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, We'll go back to the state of the state. And Who get needs the yeah, we'll state get, we'll of the get, state? We we'll got sir, the boob game. We'll circle back. Right. We'll go back to that. And 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 also, yeah, don't 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 bet thinking you're going to get get yourself out of poverty. Mm-hmm. Maybe if the if the Powerball is up to six hundred million, like it was, get a couple of tickets. But fuck for fuck's sake, you know, don't put it all on red on the roulette wheel. Don't don't spend money that you can't afford to not have. Yeah, At, view it as entertainment. Right. You know, like say like you're like, hey, would I want to spend twenty dollars to go watch sixteen Spider Mans together? Or <laughs> would I rather put twenty dollars on a football game? There are a few things that uh I did not see in the state of the state that I would have liked to have seen. One of them was I would have liked to have uh the state to have converted to more of a, a green a green grid, you know, move away from fossil right. fuels. There was and- there was a fair amount of money in proposed to invest in uh moving towards a greener yeah i would I, I would like a commitment and a deadline on that right for for a, 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 an allegedly ostensibly progressive state right left-leaning state i also you know you, you've had the new york state of health news came out this week that california is really kind of pushing hard on uh, medicare for all for their state yep 
maybe we should do something that isn't just performative in this state. Yeah, well, get that, something going. That wasn't even mentioned at all because yeah, yeah because good uh, luck with that. Right. Well, Kathy Hochul is a Democrat in conservative's clothing. Right. And uh, she's or a conservative in Democrats' clothing or whatever. Yeah, I, you yeah we got you. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, there's no way she's interested in public health in New York State because I mean she she prides herself or has in the past on being like a blue dog Democrat. Mm -hmm. Now she needs to appeal to New York city this time around. Yeah. So I'm not an expert on New York politics, but I do feel like at a state level, a lot of the Democrats still have this facade or misrepresentation that New York is still a progressive state. And we haven't been for a very long time. Well, it's more, more progressive than it has been. I get. Yeah. But like you see California doing stuff like that. And, Think about how long it took us to legalize marijuana. Think about how well, long well, it, it did that because it got more progressive. Yeah, I know yeah. that, but yeah. like it, it's upticking. But I feel like in general we're not. I don't know a leader. Exactly. No, we definitely right, are not. right, we definitely are right. Not. I mean, that, I mean, think about not that I think ride sharing is a great system or anything. I think it's very exploitive and horrible. But it did take forever to at least become an option upstate. Right. Well, a lot of that is because forever the Republicans control the Senate. And they would just kill things. They they would just shit on things yeah. things that wanted to happen. Uh, so that's why you see the uptick over the last couple of years of New York actually being the progressive state that New York thinks it is for the most part. Because now the Democrats control both cha chambers, the uh, both the House and the Senate, or the Assembly and the Senate. They can actually pass things. But as Sean Ryan mentioned to us, that has backfired on them. And that in the Assembly, they always voted to pass the New York State uh, Health. Yes. So, so that would be you know, like, you know, uh, single payer health care because they knew the Senate would vote, vote it down. But now that they actually control the Senate, they're like, whoa, whoa, we never met it. There might be problems with the bill. So fix them. Yeah. Fix them and get get single payer health care. Right. It would oh. be amazing. It would change so many people's lives. Or it would great. save be, so many people's and, lives. And, you know, there are arguments against it being good for the economy. I think it'd be great for the economy. Right. I know if I had that, I'd probably start a small business and, mm -hmm. do, and do that kind of shit. Or, like, here's the other thing is, like, yeah, get the best bill you can, but let's not pretend like every bill that's passed in New York State is fucking perfect. Yeah. Let's, so, not, let's not pretend like they don't have to go fix bills all the time. Sure. I will say, so I had long-term pneumonia this summer for four months. I had to leave. I had to go out on disability for it. It was pretty awful. I have incurred so much medical mm -hmm. debt this year. So much medical debt. It's mm -hmm. insane. And like, luckily I have a good support network to afford it, but like, I don't know what I would have done if I didn't. Right. So yeah, there's, there's that. And, and then, and then, you know, say, say you can't afford it. And the, and the, you know, I think, I think the cost of it is the problem for most people. It sucks for me. It sucks for you. It sucks for you. But what about like the endless web of fucking bullshit you have to go through to get through the billing process, to go to a specialist, to to have like this doctor talk to this doctor, and, and there's weeks in between appointments, and that could mean life and death for mm -hmm. some people. That doesn't happen in other countries. Mm -hmm. We should fix that. Yeah, no, and it'd be easy to fix. Now I know there's probably there's some concern about people who currently work for the um, healthcare insurers. You know, there's got to be a plan to get them to transition to other jobs. But, I mean, I don't think that's insurmountable. I, because you may affect part of the, an industry and some other people might have to find jobs, you're not going to do something that's going to be good for everyone in your state? Mm -hmm. This might be dumb, but wouldn't it make sense for them to find jobs with, like, a state 
Probably. Sure. Probably. I, probably. I mean, probably. there's going to be there's going to be a need for jobs at a state level. Right. Um, I'm not saying it will work out for all of them, right. but there will be sure. a need. Right. There's got to be a need, but there should be like a plan for that, too. Yeah. I think. That, this, that was kind of my point. Uh, years ago, Ryan worked on this committee with a county where the county was looking at doing some sort of municipal broadband. Right. And CWA, the Communication Workers of America, were opposed to it because they're like, our workers ha- work under contract for Verizon or Spectrum or whoever mm-hmm. the fuck it is. And like, they'll lose their jobs. And I was like, and then get hired by the county who will need to hire people, right. especially ones with experience right. to do all this work. That seems yeah. extremely relevant right now with all of the kids in and out of school at home, back in school, which is like impossible for all of my friends with kids to plan for. Yeah. Well, speak- speaking of Erie net, I guess news came out this week that Mark Poland Cars is incorporated it. So they're rolling along in that process. There's still a lot of pushback from your incumbent providers, your Spectrums, your, your Verizons. Those incumbent providers, those private companies, have received a lot of subsidies to help get the last mile uh, internet to like your rural communities right. to help pr- spread fiber, you know, for economic opportunity or, or like you said, school or work or whatever in, in the more populated areas. And they haven't fucking done shit. Yep. Where's that money going? Well, it's the other public private partnership bullshit that, that doesn't work. Well, the other people I've seen criticize it are people like the general, like shithead Republicans who are like, well, when has government ever produced anything where they actually delivered things? Well, and I was like, you must not have water at your house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a shame it is that there's no fucking roads in Marola, you piece of shit. Yeah. No. I will say, not to get on my lady soapbox, but I my most interesting thing for me from the state of the state was Governor Hochul mentioning um, advances in access to childcare and, mm-hmm. you know, funding for childcare. And I can't tell you, like, how many of my friends it's cheaper for them to quit their jobs than it is to send their kids to daycare. I yeah. like, there's so many female coworkers I've had that have either, I guess, had to or chose to quit their jobs because it didn't make sense to spend like 15 K a year to send their kids to school. Sure. So absolutely. I liked her mentioning that, but then it got me looking into what the legislator is offering. I think it was called the universal child care act. And that offers even more than what Kathy Governor Hochul is proposing. You look at this country; the uh, the birth rates are down. The 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 life expectancy age has, has dropped. You know, we're we're going to get into some shit here. If you, yeah, you mean from, from a purely like economic perspective, you're going to need people to replace the people dying, and that's not happening right now. Right. Well, I'm uh, like nuts, and I want kids so bad, but like, what's the point? If, right. You know, like I have to quit my job, or like you have to quit your job, or like look 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 at things from a broader perspective. You know, would you want to bring a kid into this world right now so without can, without health care, with the environment the way it is, et cetera? I mean, it's right? it's, it's extremely tough. selfish of me, but no, that's you know, not like, what I'm saying. No, 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 no. I just yeah. mean like there is that weighing on me. Is like wait, wait. I I heard it was selfish to not have kids. Oh, I did hear that <laughs> from someone in charge somewhere. Right, right, yeah. Someone who might be a virgin. <laughs> Some, yeah who knows i mean I mean, knows. probably not i believe probably not. they're all lying right yeah do you think the pope fucks 50 50 yeah on yeah that one yeah yeah uh, can you gamble it on it can gamble on that? probably you can yeah. gamble on anything <laughs> i'm sure yeah, yeah you get, pull I, up the caesar yeah. app <laughs> uh i was interested in the state of state where it hokel had like we're going to spend money on green climate and spend money on transportation spend money on housing and cut taxes i was like what Again, you're a Republican pretending to be a Democrat. Like mm-hmm. you can't. New York State had a 
budget deficit this year until the federal government stepped in with right. uh, additional funding for all the states. You can't increase spending and and cut revenue. Can't like I, I don't I, I don't understand. I, Is it a good idea to come up with some sort of tax rebate for property tax owners for middle class property owners? Probably. That's probably a, a like they'll probably spend that money, middle class property owners, and reinvest it in the in the state, and they'll, you'll get a multiplier effect, and it'll probably be good for the economy. Man, I'd love to be a middle class property owner. Well, yeah, right. I mean, the, <laughs> yeah. how about people who want to get to that point? Right, right. But look, you need to increase the top marginal tax rate on income taxes, and you need to do stuff like peer to tear taxes in New York City, mm-hmm. and increase revenues as well. First of all, it's incredibly popular oh, to yes. tax the wealthy. Oh, yes. And if you do peer-to-tear taxes, where it, that's basically taxing on people's second or third homes, especially high-value ones in, like, New York City. Because, like, there, one of the reasons why the state legislature is afraid of raising income taxes is, like, oh, the people who would pay the most, like the multimillionaires and the billionaires, will just move to Florida, but they'll keep a second home here in New York City. Like, then do the peer-to-tear tax, or you tax it at a higher level. Great. Sounds good to me. This right. is not directly related to taxes, but sometimes I'm like, oh, can't they just like scrap one nuclear submarine and like pay for a bunch of shit? <laughs> or like I saw I saw they have a jetpack now. I saw jetpack oh, training yeah. and I'm like, oh, uh, can't we like put a pause on the jetpack development program? No, I think jetpack is number one priority. I mean, jetpacks are very cool. Yeah, I'm right. not going to say they're not awesome. It's all about the cool factor. Mm-hmm. Right, but... I don't know. Don't, isn't there something going on that we could use money for? I want jetpacks, and I want more Marvel movies. And I and I, I want them together. And I want my cheeseburger to still be a dollar on the dollar menu. I want to spend $9 on some soup at Panera. Oh, great. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not that good. It's it's not that my good. My sister's a big Panera fan, and I'm just like, I don't know. It. Uh, I, I'm only bringing it up because there was a viral TikTok this week of like a Panera worker. I was like, this is what you're, you guys spend like six to nine dollars on soup, and this is the shitty soup you get. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I expected. Uh, I don't go to Panera, but also like, what do you expect for six dollars? So my beef with like my sister going to Panera, and this is like off topic, is that the co-op is like a block away. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, well, couldn't you just get better soup at the co-op? That's what I'm thinking. Yes. Um, you, could, you could definitely get much better soup at the co-op. Well, I think that's all we got this week. Uh, let's go around the table for uh, anything else we might have. Adrian? I guess the only thing relevant I have right now is that I, I read online the Appetit. The Props to Appetit. Right? I think they've been on before, or they've been mentioned before. They've been mentioned before. We were right back us when we had them on a few months ago. Well, a year ago almost. Yeah. Time flies when you're... <laughs> Sitting at home doing nothing <laughs> during a global health crisis. Yeah, for, for those of you who don't know, Appetit's like the uh, the delivery app, right? For, re- for restaurants, it's the local... From what I understand, it's more of a local-based delivery app, and the money goes directly to the business instead yep. of to, say, like, on DoorDash, most of your money just goes yeah, to DoorDash. F- fuck DoorDash. Right. So if, if you're going to get it delivered, use Appetit or call Pizza Place. So Appetit is dropping an actual mobile app per their Facebook in two weeks, which is going to be great for me. I'm a big, like, I'm, like, a really shitty person, and I love getting high and using DoorDash. Uh-huh. So, if I can just do that. That with doesn't Epi- make you shitty, by the way. No, I know, but it makes me shitty that I'm, like, using DoorDash. Oh, DoorDash. Right. Oh. That's the part. I don't feel bad about the part about right. getting high. Yeah. The world sucks. Mm-hmm. So, um, if I can use Appetit instead, that would be a big upgrade. Fuck yes. Um, I like Appetit because you can get Macy's. Macy's is on it. And yeah. we're, you know, we live in Allentown. Macy's is in Cheetawaga. Yeah. And it's kind of. It's kind of fucking far to get a pizza. A little, so, little bit out of the way. 
Excited for Appetite. Good for you guys. Fuck, what was the thing I was going to say? God damn it. Oh, um, we've got a little, I guess, Ben Carlisle news. So. Oh, yeah. So we, we I, I, Mayor Ben. Yeah, Mayor Ben. We're oh my God. not huge fans of Mayor Ben on this podcast. Would you say that, Jim? Fuck him. Yeah, He's a piece of shit. Fuck him. I'm uh, a fan of Mayor Ben, but for the wrong reasons. I actually yeah. had I actually had to stop following him on Twitter. <laughs> Because he's just—he's he's such a slimy piece of shit. I, just I have someone I know who Repult got into a repugnant. Twitter fight with him, and she had to she had to block him. She, right, because he, he'll just keep going. Yeah, he—he's—he's oh he's so arrogant. He thinks he's the smartest person in the room. No. Which you're like, like if you think you're the smartest person in the room, you're definitely not. He's a—he's a dumbass who got into a Twitter spat with Adam Bojack and resorted to uh, grammar scolding. And when you get to that point, and is that considered ad hominem attack? At that point, or nah, uh, it's it, it but it, it's you. You're trying to distract from the actual point of the right. You're yeah. You're, if you're desperate enough to go for grammar, uh, you're it, fucking losing. It argument. implies a lack of substance in your it, argument, right? Well, uh, Adam had had a statement he wanted he wanted me to read off, so uh, I'll get into it. Uh, this is from Adam Bojack. It is my sin- friend of the pod. It is my sincerest hope that Ben gets off social media for a bit and goes outside with his family, touches grass, and enjoys the fresh air. I wish that he and all the other weird conservative Twitter reply guys find some small joy in this pointless, cruel life outside of their eternally glowing cell phone screens. Go Bills. Hmm. Well, well said, Adam. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure Ben has a pool, but I don't think he's a friend of the pod. So, mm. Well, maybe we can just go and jump in. <laughs> right. Jim, you got any uh, closing thoughts for this? Yeah, week? so uh, I uh, I mentioned to you earlier, Ryan, that so I've been really deep in the weeds in the subreddit anti-work. Oh yes, oh I I love it. I I don't know anything about this, but I am also anti work. I don't yeah. I don't go on Reddit, but Jim is my like source for yeah. this this You're the Reddit uh, guy. This, yeah. this Reddit uh, right, sub, sub right, right. I I every week I I give like a Reddit uh, review. Um, but so there was a, an article that was out. It was from like Fortune or Bloomberg or some garbage like yeah. right wing uh, about like the rise in shoplifting. Oh yes, and. How like it's threatening the economy? They had an expert from New York City say that for every three hundred dollars of stuff that's shoplifted, it takes the business must sell three hundred thousand dollars worth of of products. Are you fucking shitting me? Well, here's here's. I mean, I'm pro shoplifting. I would not do it myself anymore. Right. But like, I saw a dude steal a bunch of makeup from Target the other day before Christmas. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like your girl's gonna love it. Right. Maybe it's for him. I don't know. Someone's gonna love it. Right. But here's the is like my my rule is don't steal from people who are also hurting. But if you're stealing from a corporation, I think go ahead. When I was stealing, I had a rule where I would never steal from a small business. Yep. But you know. When I worked at Sephora, this lady left, and she had a four hundred dollar Dyson hair dryer in her stroller, and I really wish she had gotten away with it. <laughs> like that would have been a real big win. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, like that number is nonsense. Yeah, like uh, no business is running on a point one percent profit margin. So, like, that's, I mean, it's, it's clearly insane to say that they have to sell $300,000 to make up $300 in lost sales. Oh, cry me a river. Right. But there's a Buffalo connection here. Oh, oh okay. Gotta keep oh, it local. Right. right. The expert that they cited, Bert Flickinger III. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What's he an expert in again? Uh, shoplifting. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, all right. When I was... In journalism school, all the professors all the time would be like, you need to focus on the Buffalo connection. And mm-hmm. it's just like, 
now that you know, knowing that they all go into that consciously, it's so sad mm-hmm. and pathetic. Well, I think it's obvious some that they of them do. are genuine, and then right. some of them are like just ridiculous. Why is that a rule? Is it a rule because someone else said it's a rule? Do we absolutely need that? Do other municipalities, do other local news groups do that? I don't know. How do we relate this back to Los Angeles? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. I was disappointed. So apparently the during the Gillian, Gillian Maxwell trial, yeah. the characterist that was one of the characterists that was in charge of her, of drawing Gillian, Gillian would look at her and draw her back. Oh. And it was like, there were a couple news stories about That's it. It's not creepy. Right. Well, it's kind of, I mean, it's kind of funny, I guess. Uh, Gil- <laughs> Gillian was just like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'm going to jail. But I guess I'll draw you because I'm bored and going to jail. Yeah. But uh, that artist went to UB. And I really oh. feel like the Buffalo media slept on yeah. that Buffalo Connection. Was, where I, were they on that I one? can't wait to see these Ghislaine Maxwell sketches show up on Antiques Roadshow in like 35 years. <laughs> Uh, last thing I want I want to bring out is that uh, I know a big argument in Buffalo always is who oh, has the best wings. Sure, okay. And you know, like there's people who are wrong and they say Anchor Bar. That's wrong. That, that's definitely wrong. They're they're medium class wings. Right. Um, I do like Duff's. I don't know that they're the best, but I do like Duff's they're, a they're, lot. Yeah, they're decent. Um, I I like Gabriel's Gate a lot. We've the been going, dropped quality but, and then i guess they're shit people now right, right. right yeah ryan and i snake and i have uh been hitting up sales in depew a bunch of times <sighs> i can't get enough of sales are you guys doing out in depew oh uh, well don't you know, Go, i don't need to know going for wings i don't that's, know that's that's pretty much it i will say i so shame on me or whatever i don't love wings i'll have one or two if we okay. get mm-hmm. if we get a single or something yeah but when i work a spot downtown i would just send people to the gate i don't know yeah I, I, you know it's a good go-to right? but there's a new king in town. Who's this? For this week only. <laughs> and it's not just lo- it's nationwide. I'm like anxious about um, what this is going to be. Is it Buffalo Wild Wings? Uh, nope. Taco Bell is serving wings this week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> man. We got a new location on Elmwood, I right? It's bumping too. Yeah, it's so bumping. I, we were a mighty taco house growing up. Yeah. So I, same I, here. I had never had Taco Bell until like maybe a year ago. Uh-huh. And now. Me and my sister are obsessed with Taco Bell. Okay. But I ordered it the other day, and uh, the next day learned why people don't like Taco Bell. <laughs> Re was like, oh, I told you so. And I was like, I think I'm dying. Why is that? Why is that? Is uh, it the, uh... you, 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 did you get the Baja Blast to go I with it? I did not, but I mean, I, I poop a I lot. That's what my Instagram I, is Poop City. You have to plug myself. Wait, I think Baja Blast was a euphemism there. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Well, that went over my head, but uh, I learned the hard way. And uh, I think I'm back on the Mighty Taco train now. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'll always be Team Mighty Taco. Now I know why Fergie was, you know, going to Taco Bell, driving through raw Mm -hmm. as hell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was her butt. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Shout out to Fergie. (laughs) Should have listened. Yeah, I don't think there's been many shout outs to Fergie lately. So here's one for her. No, no. Either the rapper or the Duchess of York. That's right. Correct. Either one. (laughs) If you want to catch me on on social media... Uh, I'm on Twitter at James Tamil or on Instagram at Battle Jim and the Republic. I'm on Twitter at Adra Fran. If you like jokes about being depressed and shitty takes on the news. And I'm Dario Rand Steele on Twitter. Hope you had a good week. We'll try to do better next week. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's a wrap. Go Bills. <laughs> <laughs>